it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Welcome to another week of Sales with Sully. Hi, I'm Scott Sullivan, and I am your host. Every single week right here on Inspired News Radio, we put together a show called Sales with Sully. And what is it for? It is simply to make you a better sales professional each and every week. What we like to do is take your questions, comments, anything that you have that you want to talk about. If you're new to listening to Sales with Sully, all you have to do is go to at the at sign sales with Sully on Twitter on Twitter <laughs> on Twitter or on uh, Facebook and now on Instagram. Leave me a message. Tell me what you want to talk about. You can do it public. You can do it private. However you want, and I will uh, craft a show around that and let you know when we take your questions. And sometimes we do a shout out here on air to let everybody know where the question came from. Well, last week, I started getting some questions around boundaries. I had two people that were having a difficult time saying, well, I guess saying no is not really, I don't want to be negative, but saying no uh, is sort of what we say, right? When we just can't help ourselves, we want to we want to help, we want to be a resource, we put ourselves out there, and then we start to feel like we're, get, we're getting, part of us is getting sucked away because we're just being you know used is not a is not a uh, good word but it's it's sort of what you start to feel like you feel like that you know this person is taking a little bit of advantage of my good nature maybe and then all of a sudden you start to feel a little frustration and it builds up inside and you then you just you then you just want to close off and you know put up a wall and say no way i'm not doing any more of that and that makes you unhappy it makes them unhappy so today's episode is going to be talking about boundaries and drawing those boundaries so that you can have a healthy and balanced life it's not always saying no and it's not always saying yes it's finding out and asking follow-up questions and ask and finding out exactly what the expectations are so that everybody can walk away from it going hey this was great I really I enjoyed that I want to do it and so today we're going to talk about those boundaries we're going to talk about what that looks like and kind of how to implement them into your life I have a mentor that's been around for a long time, and I called him about this episode, and I I asked him, I said, so how do you continue to be a resource for somebody? How do you continue to answer those tweets, take the time, keep engaged, stay you know, stay engaged with that person and then not feel like that you're, you know, being taken advantage of because all they do is ask, 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 and there's like never any reciprocation. And he had some really, really interesting comments. So one of the first things that he said to me, which I thought was very, very intuitive and super helpful, and that is that there should be a ratio whether it's two to one, five to one, whatever you're comfortable with as a human being and your psyche, but make sure that you keep that ratio. So if your ratio is two to one, you know, after you answer the second question, then then you know that being a resource for this person, you know, is there's no money left in the bank. They've taken out two withdrawals and they've put nothing back in. 
if the only time that you hear from you know your son or daughter is the fact that they need money then chances are there's going to be you know somewhere starting some resentment you know dad you know you know can I get? Can I borrow twenty bucks, Dad? Can I borrow a hundred dollars, Dad? I'm late for my rent, Dad. I can't make my car payment this month. Whatever it happens to be, eventually you're going to say, "Hey, how about you know? How do I? How come I have to look on Facebook to see that you you know went to this concert or you had this fun thing or you got to make a deposit into the bank of you know feeling good about who I am as your father and you know so let let's sit down and have lunch and I'll even buy lunch but let's sit down and have lunch and tell me about what's going on in your life. That is a huge deposit into uh, into the bank because you know kids need to learn that but you also need to learn that with your boundaries of your friendships and also on your your work cohort your co your colleagues your cohorts and your prospects if you are available 24 hours a day seven days a week to anybody other than your most closest loved ones then there's probably some boundary issues going on first and foremost the person that's actually stretching the boundary and secondly inside your own world because you have allowed that boundary to fall away to where there's no more you know fence there and they just walk on in one of the things years and years and years ago i read a book that was called hedges now it had nothing to do with uh you know with sales but i wanted to bring it up because what it talked about was boundaries and it talked about hedges there's an old saying that says fences make good neighbors well hedges make good neighbors too because if i have a big tall hedge that keeps my neighbor's eyes from prying into my backyard then i feel like i have some solitude and some security and some you know privacy and those things that you know matter and then if i want to walk over and knock on my neighbor's door and say hey why don't you come on over and let's have a barbecue that becomes you know i'm welcoming you inside my boundary i'm asking you to come and be part of that now along with that book my wife susan and i as most of you know susan is a uh uh, the owner and manager of Inspired News Radio, which is the radio station that we present here on every week. Uh, Susan and I went to a conference once on marriage, and one of the things that they talked about was is that men typically can compartmentalize things. So we are uh, waffles. Think about a waffle with big square boxes. So we take a box down off the shelf, we open it up, we deal with what's inside the box. When we're done, we put it back inside the box, we close the lid we put it back up on the shelf so we're just like you know we we tend to compartmentalize so a lot of times guys don't have nearly the same feeling or emotion around boundaries now this is not you know of course these are in real broad generalities but i can separate usually speaking from those people that are asking you know two or three or four or five times for something i can usually separate myself from that person and not feel a lot of anxiety and not have to overcome anything by saying you know i'll answer that text you know tomorrow or never or day after tomorrow or or did i say never um because that person has asked me 35 questions and I just, I, I'm just going to ignore it for a while. Or I'm going to send them back and say, you know, I'm on vacation for the next two weeks. Call me on, you know, two weeks from Thursday. That, that type of thing. And a lot of guys can do that because of the way 
and I don't know where something in our reptilian brain that has you know made us a little bit more compartmentalized whereas the the presenter at this particular conference said that women are like a plate of spaghetti and everything touches everything right so you could be running down a path and all of a sudden make a hard sharp left turn and be in an entirely different neighborhood and not even know that you left the road right because i thought wait a minute hold on i thought we were still talking about no that was hours ago we're not talking about that anymore those the so that plate of spaghetti also tends to lend itself to a lot of emotion around well this person has asked me three times for something and you know i'm feeling like you know that i'm i'm getting used or i'm feeling like i'm i'm being pulled on as a resource where i'm not getting anything back i'm not i'm not getting any yin and yang no balance i'm just i'm being asked for more and more resources and women and again these are just generalities just tend to have that because that becomes equated to the the friendship and the the you know the working environment and whether i'm seen as a good person and the emotion around all of those things are all tied to that one that one thing that they have that they've been asked to do and that makes it really tough because they're really not related in most cases they but because of the way women are are wired and because of the way they sometimes internalize that then that request becomes a whole lot more than a request that that request becomes oh you don't like me or there's a problem because you said i can't do it this weekend and you've always done it in the past and you know those kind of things so then all of a sudden it gets to be a bigger issue than it normally would be and it has nothing to do with the specifically to the female or male gender it has to do with the way that our brains are wired and can we compartmentalize and or does everything kind of touch so the reason why i'm bringing that up is because if you are feeling that way, then you need uh, you probably have that level of empathy or level level of sensitivity where you're going to have to address that. You're going to have to address that feeling rather than the request, whatever it was. Hey, can you you know pick up some poster board on your way to you know the PTA meeting today? The guy says, sure, no problem, or no, I don't have any extra cash, or you know, sorry, I can't do that, and it just kind of lays there right and the if the same thing happened to someone that is a little oversensitive not sorry that's that's not politically correct someone who is more sensitive than some of us neanderthal men and they they say no i can't then all of a sudden it's not you can't pick up the poster board anymore it's that you don't like me or i'm not worthy or you can't do it for me because it's me it had and it probably didn't have anything to do with that it's like i'm running late i don't have any cash in my wallet uh i don't i'm not going by a store i don't even know what kind of poster board you want that's not really something i do you, you know all of those things that come into play for that decision making process and none of them actually were a direct reflection on the fact is that you chose not to do it so I know I feel like I'm rambling a little bit here, but the reason why I'm having this conversation or the reason why I'm I'm mentioning all of this is because there are several key elements to making these boundaries and keeping these hedges up. If you 
if you are a person right now that says yes to everything and you want to and you want to start moving in the direction of being able to say no then you need to have a better understanding of what it is that they're asking and start asking clarifying questions so that you can then and justify is not the right word but so that you can leverage the 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 need with what you have time for and what you have capabilities whether it's monetary or it's time or it's uh, skill set any of those things because if you continue to say yes two things are going to happen one you could very well feel you know used and abused and taken advantage of or two you might not do as good a job as you would expect because you may want to you may have your expectations differently than you know I'm asking you to pick up some poster board, and I don't care what thickness it is, and I don't care what size it is, and I don't care what shape it is, and I don't care what color it is. But you come in, you know, and and want to know, well, does it have to be this size, shape, color? All of a sudden, the anxiety gets put on you because there wasn't a, a conversation around the expectation around that. And then if it doesn't work as well or if it doesn't – and the opposite could also be true. You know, I want a piece of green poster board that is this size, that is this thickness, that is this shade of green and has a glossy side and a, and a matte side. Wow, Okay. Um, that's pretty specific. So now, what if I don't? What if I can't find that? What if I can't stop and get that on my way? What if now someone else asking me for that and it doesn't work out? Now, do I add or compound the anxiety that's on top of me because I didn't meet the expectations? So those are the things that that a lot of yes all the time people have to deal with but then the opposite is also true there's also people out there that say no to everything everything doesn't matter what it is no no i can't do that no don't do that sorry no 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 and they're very comfortable with that and they're they have their own things they have to deal with right around saying no but one of the things then becomes is well don't ask joe because he's always he just says no to everything you know he won't be on the committee he won't help he won't do this he won't do that and they then they sort of become ostracized by the rest of the crew because you know we know that joe is just the you know the person who always says no so what we're trying to talk about today is how do we how do we address this in a balance how do we get a balance of you know things that i say yes to and things that i don't the first thing i would always ask is always ask a follow-up question always ask a uh you know what it is that you're trying to accomplish and how am i going to be part of that success and then evaluate whether or not your skill set if if you just need a warm body to show up and take tickets at the at the dance you know for the pta then you know what i'm probably your guy i can do that for you yes that's something i can do if you need somebody that can you know uh artistic decorate the gym and cut out the the displays and paint them and, and make it look great I'm probably not your guy right so if I asked a you know can you be on the decorating committee you know the first thing I would be I, the question I would ask is so what are your expectations of a member of the decorating committee is it somebody that can say I like the looks of that or I don't like the looks of that or is it somebody who can draw a straight line or cut out a flower out of cardboard and paint it you know all of those have different skill sets and 
some of them I would be able to say yes to, and some of them I would say I'm not comfortable. Right? That doesn't. I, I don't think that I my showing up will help you reach your goals and manage your expectations. So I my suggestion would be is if I have a willing heart, put me in another role or find something else for me to do, or remember me on the next project because I may be available. But on this particular one, I'm going to have to pass. See that's that's a whole lot different than just saying no all the time because what you're saying is you're saying i'm willing to entertain the idea of helping anything you ask and i'm willing to add value and if i can't add value then it's i'm probably not going to do it right i'm not the person because now what you're doing is you're putting it into a perspective or into balance some things they just need a warm body to show up and you know do something you know uh, observe or or be a chaperone or any of those things that just about anybody can do, that's fine. Then you have to make the second choice, which is first you ask the follow-up you know, question around evaluation, and then you ask the second question is, I said, well, you have to then decide in your own life, how many times have I been asked, does this fit into my ratio? So if you chaperone the last party, one of the things you might want to say is, if you, if this is one that you've chosen not to, or if it's outside of your ratio, you could say, you know, Sally, uh, last dance you had, you asked, and I gladly and you know fulfilled that, and I was there the whole time, chaperoned until twelve thirty, and made sure every you know student left uh, safe and sound, and it was all good, and I even stayed and helped with the cleanup. In this particular case, I would love to be able to do the same, but uh, I'm just I've got private previous. Uh, prior commitments or I have I feel like that it's probably somebody else's you know time to step up maybe I could make a few suggestions have you talked to you know Joe or Sally or Frank or Kevin you know there may be some other folks that uh, you know are that would be better uh, to do that because I helped out the last time so what you're saying is is that it's met my ratio and it's time to get you know filled back up it's time for me to recharge my batteries because because you can't keep coming to the well every single week and have the water run dry and then still expect when you come back to the well that there's going to be water there because there's nothing to draw from anymore. You're not letting me recharge. You're not letting me refuel and get ready for the next one because you're putting you know too much onus and burden on us. So there is nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with saying no. And there's nothing wrong with setting a boundary or a hedge around yourself. And there's absolutely nothing that says you should never ever ever let somebody just impose on you something that they need done even your boss now i'm about to just throw something out here that's going to be so controversial controversial because get ready bosses uh i'm going to let you in on a huge secret and most of you that are managing people right now you're going to be aware of this and as soon as i tell you the description you're going to go oh i've seen that happen right there's something called upward delegation it's a real thing it's taught in lots of psychology classes and lots of sales classes and upward delegation is getting your boss to do the thing that he or she asked you to do simply by 
passing it back to them by saying, you know, and guys, we're really, really good at this. You know, if we do a really horrible, horrible job of vacuuming because our wife says, hey, what, would you vacuum up that mess? And we do a horrible, horrible job, eventually they'll quit asking us because they'll say, wow, you do such a horrible job. That's awful. Now, in the work world, I'm going to tell you is that has a lot dire, a lot more dire consequences because they'll probably fire you. But <laughs> the reason that I bring it up is because we can upwardly delegate to our bosses some things that say, you know, Joe, I really appreciate you asking me this, and I have been wanting additional responsibility here at the office, but I am just not comfortable, as important as this meeting is, that you are going to be having with the XYZ company. This is just something that I, you know, I am absolutely uh, concerned about me messing it up. If you want to get it started, or if you want to maybe take the time uh, for us to work on this together, and you give me some additional training, uh, I'll be definitely be prepared for the new, the next uh, couple of projects. But I think this is one that really needs your attention to make sure that it doesn't get messed up. I just don't want to put you at any risk or make you look bad. Okay, so you can see what just happened. Now the boss goes, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I don't want to, you know. Now, sometimes the boss falls for it, and sometimes the boss doesn't. If you're a manager of people right now, pay attention. Because there are masters at upward delegation in offices. There are masters at it. You know, oh, I'm not really sure I understand all these formulas on this Excel spreadsheet. No, I'm not sure I understand what a pivot table is. Well, you know, maybe I should get a Excel class. Maybe I should sign up for an Excel class next month, and then uh, you can then pass that on those project types of projects on to me next the month after that. Okay, sure, no problem. Yeah, okay. No, I don't know how to do a search and word replacement on on uh, an Excel spreadsheet. No, I don't know what to do on that. <laughs> so we all know those people, right? We all know that there are people out there that that I just described. So the reason why I mention all of that is is because that becomes part of the boundaries. That becomes part of, and I think what we have to do is we have to open up the dialogue. We have to open up the conversation each time, each and every time. So two things to take away from this episode this week. One, what's your ratio? Are you a person that wants to give, 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 right? That you're the one that just is always there and you are high in that responsibility. So you want to give and you want to give 100% every time, then you can do less. And I mean this honestly, you can do less than others because if you give 100% every time, there's only so many projects you can then manage and do. If you are willing to have the conversation regarding expectations and you're only giving 30 or 40 or 50%, then obviously you can do twice as many uh, projects if that fit into your same ratio. So it's really important that you start having that open lines of communication. And then when you are feeling like that you've been, you know, come to the well to too many times, then you need to be able to have that conversation openly with the person who's asking you. You know, Sally, um, I really appreciate you asking me, and it really means the world to me, and I want to give, but I feel like that I'm sort of your go-to because 
you know, you ask, and I, I tend to say yes all the time. And I'd really like to start putting some boundaries around that so that, you know, I feel like it's it's hurting my, my home life or I feel like it's hurting my work here because I'm always helping you and I'm falling behind on my projects or whatever it is. That honest, transparent conversation goes a very, very long way in helping to build that little teeny hedge just so that they have to step over it, right? It's not like you have to whack through it with a machete. It's just that they have to step over it to say, okay, now I'm in your space and I'm asking for a favor, but I understand I'm in your space. So that if you just build that teeny, teeny, teeny little hedge and let them step over it, it makes a world of difference because now also their expectation is different on whether or not you will even you know, be the go-to person. So I hope this episode has uh, left you with those those hints, those uh, those things that help to build a little bit better quality of life. I appreciate my listeners out there sending in the the conversation uh, starters, and I appreciate the fact that uh, they are struggling with some of those things too. So if you are you know feeling like this, and if you have opinions or questions or comments around this, please go to at sales with Sully on twitter on facebook or now on instagram and send me a you know tweet or send me an instagram post send me a direct message and let me know if this has been at all helpful if this is something that you want to talk about in further or if there's other uh, topics that you would like to have on our sales with sully every week this show is for you it's for you to be better as a sales professional and if i can help and mentor you over the radio waves then that's exactly what i'm trying to do i'm trying to make your life better so that you can be a better sales professional for you and for your family and help to set some of those boundaries each and every week so that you can improve the quality of your life also not only does it mean more money and more income and more compensation for you but hopefully we're we've chosen to be salespeople because of the lifestyle and part of that is is that we have a little bit more freedom than sitting in a cubicle every day all day all the time uh, which gives us a little bit more access access to the to the public the general public out there so until next time every single week right here on inspired radio uh inspired news radio we answer your questions and i am your host of sales with sully i really appreciate all of you listening because if it weren't for you i wouldn't be able to do what i do and please go to my instagram my facebook and my twitter at sales with sully leave me a comment positive negative upside down i don't care send me a picture send me a send me a a picture of you holding up your salesman of the month salesman of the year or salesman of the decade trophy so that we can all then you know give you praise and and say what a great job that you're doing feed you some of those ego bucks that's what we do right here every single week on inspired news radio thank you so much for tuning in if you have any questions comments uh always you can reach me at inspired news radio too just go to my face or go to my inspired news radio host page and there's a form there that you can fill out to get a hold of me thank you so much for uh being a part of my listenership and thanks for making this an interactive show every single week until next week like i always say go sell something you've been listening to sales with sully on inspirednewsradio.com We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.